0: We're halfway through a conversation about self-actualization, <laughs> and Kyle has been um, bringing me up to speed on its meanings. Um, and in the pyramid here we have our physiological needs, our safety, love, self-esteem, and that all stemming into self-actualization. So Kyle, let's uh, rehash a bit on what we we're just discussing to bring any listeners up to speed with the understanding of that term self-actualization. Uh, so what we're really talking about here is
1: Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Now, mm, this is a um, a concept that um, a, a guy back in might have been the 30s or 40s or 50s, somewhere around there. It could even be the 70s. I'm not sure, but he termed this, and it basically it talks about our higher emotional needs as humans. Now, um, we have a base level, and our first higher emotional need is our physiological needs, you know, um, we need to eat, we need to make sure that we can survive. Uh, and then we move on to, um, safety. So, you know, obviously one of our higher emotional needs as humans is to feel safe. Um, and then we have, uh, to feel loved, which is something that we all, you know, it's something that we all need at some point. Um, and then we have self-esteem, um, which is obviously to feel good about myself. It's to build, you know, to, to I want to build my self-esteem. And then the last one is self-actualization. Um, and self-actualization really means I reaching my potential uh, on an individual level, um, which I think is the meaning of life. I think what drives us all, if we all ask ourselves that question, um, and, and don't get me wrong, everybody's going to have a different opinion. I'm not saying this is the meaning to life, but for me when I look at it and I look at, human behavior and i look Mm -hmm. at psychology i think the thing that drives us the most is we all want fulfillment and happiness you know we all talk about fulfillment and happiness and Mm -hmm. for me it's self-actualization is the goalless unconditional endless chase of fulfillment and happiness which we all endeavor we all we all want to do that that's what we all we're all chasing we all make decisions every single day to make us happier Mm -hmm. Um, and it's as simple as that so what we were talking about um, is that why well, we started off talking about, obviously, the coronavirus. Well, that's exactly what I was about to say. I was like, so how does what we're
0: discussing here have relevance to everything that's going on in the world right now with the coronavirus? I, I w-
1: the initial comment that I made was that I, I believe <laughs> I, I wanted to kind of talk about why, why do people feel in a state of lack right now? Right, and and we obviously know that there's external factors, but I think that's the biggest problem. Like, mm-hmm. I've got this, and I have only thought about this over the last couple of days, and and kind of pieced it together. But I I, I truly believe that um, as humans, we focus on our external world way too much, right? Like, and and this is why I'm a big fan of meditation. You know, anyone who's listened to our other podcasts would know that. But we focus on our external world so much, and what it's actually caused us is. And what I believe is that we actually rely on the outside world for these higher emotional needs, you know. um, We expect the world to take care of our physiological needs. That's why, you know, most of the world doesn't take care of their health. Mm -hmm. We rely on the external world um, to feel safe, you know. We we place so much emphasis on materialism, you know. We place so much emphasis on housing and, and all of these things when I'm not saying that they're not important, but we have this heavy reliance on the outside world.
0: Would you put um, financial stability in with safety there?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's like, uh, again,
0: uh, this is a hard dynamic because Mm. these things are, they are important. I'm just thinking to, like I said, about what's going on right now. A lot of people have had their uh, financial freedoms taken away from them. And that probably ties in with yeah, that. Uh, yeah, there's
1: so many things here. There's so many things here that we rely for safety, rely on for safety. And it's like, I think, I think the thing that, you know, and even self-esteem, you know, we, we look at Instagram now. We're, we're placing a heavy uh, Instagram and social media. We place a heavy reliance on external factors, external factors to attend to our own higher emotional needs. Now, my argument is, is that, well, what would life be like if you attended to your own physiological needs? What would life be like if you attended to, you know, if you were the only person that needed to love you, right? What, what if you were the only person who could make you feel safe? What if you were the only person who could build your self-esteem? And the argument that most people would say back to that is that, well, what about my family? What about these? What about that? And the the thing that I've come to with that is that, well, what is, what is your relationship with somebody else who you share love with? actually like what is the benefit from you loving yourself right and the reality is is that the only things that cause us the most harm in relationships in um with these physiological needs is the self is our own mind is being lost in thought yeah is you know me trying to make sense of the world outside of me and rationalize why certain things have happened and the thoughts and being lost in thought is the things that bring us the most suffering in life and if you actually look at it, it's because we're focusing on the external world so much and we're trying to make sense of it. That's what thoughts are.
0: Creating your own fears that don't exist or haven't happened yet. Exactly,
1: right? And that's what thoughts are there for. And and again, they play their role in some situations. But we're in a world now where we don't need... We don't need... We need a 1% of the thoughts that we actually have. And again, it's not that we get a choice in what we think. Like,
0: Did you put a post up recently about with some statistics on how many thoughts we have a day, how many of those are reoccurring. Was yeah, that I'm, I'm not sure. I don't,
1: I, I might have, I don't, I don't really pay too much attention. I don't look
0: back at what I do. I, I kind of post, yeah. I'm,
1: I'm more of an in, intuitive poster. But the, the, the big thing here is that I think we, we rely so hard and so heavily on external factors to fulfill our own higher emotional needs. And if we actually go back to self-actualization, self-actualization for me is reaching your potential as a human Mm -hmm. and that's so dynamic for each of us we're all so different you know we all have different things that um, fulfill us and different things we want to achieve and what really brings us the most fulfillment and happiness in life is just purely chasing that right and that's 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 an endless thing there's no there's no way out there's no end there
0: do you think that's a um misunderstood part of it that There is this idea of the end goal and the destination rather than trying to enjoy every minute of your purpose step by step while constantly trying to improve and overreach.
1: Yeah, 100%. If you actually look at the the most successful people Mm -hmm. um, at whatever they're doing, right, like it's not just business and money, but whatever they're doing, they do it for the love of it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you look at Albert Einstein and some of the greatest minds of that we've seen and, and these guys is that, you know, they don't stop. Like, they do things for the sake of it. They're and not scared to make mistakes. And that
0: pulls me back to what we were discussing before we started recording about the self actualization and maybe why some people have such difficulty with that is because they're living a life that isn't perhaps true to their themselves and what um, what they're passionate about or what they're motivated. And I, I sympathise with that and I understand not everybody can probably do that because let's say plumbing, okay? Plumbing's a necessity for infrastructure and whatever, but how many people are really passionate about the plumbing? I'm sure there's plenty of plumbers there that don't go home and think about pipes at night time, you know what I mean? And so I'm grateful that I work in a space where it doesn't actually feel like work, you know what yeah. I mean?
1: I think it's important to recognise as well that it's not always our careers that are a part of self actualization. Like, I know plenty of people who... Like it's not just the job like mm-hmm. there's there's so much more to that th- than life like, and it's like
0: there's there's that could also come into um fit. expression of oneself and actually being comfortable to um to fool around to to laugh at what you find funny to dress the way you want to dress you do, can to dye your hair pink yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> you you could find someone who completely hates what they do, but because what they do is allowing them to actually. Look after their family on the highest level, they're completely fulfilled. Uh That's self actualization. Like, it's this is why I was saying it's so dynamic for all of us. And it's like, uh, coming back to the main point is that I think the reason people struggle with this so much, right? And and they're so inconsistent with it, um, including myself at, at, at times, is that you have to have the prior higher emotional needs attended to so you have to have your physiological needs attended to you have to have um you have to have your safety attended to you have to you know you have to feel loved right these are and and then self-esteem all of these have to be attended to for you to actually start working and and kind of self-actualizing and and reaching your potential right and the, i think and what i'm saying here is that i think people rely so heavily on external factors for that and I think the real the real kind of message here is that you should be attending to those yourself because you you know when you attend to those yourself you can find so much more consistency in having those attended to which allows you to actually reach your potential. So if we're if I'm relying on the external world look what's happening. Yeah, like nobody could have predicted this the coronavirus, but it's causing people the most grief, right? Why? Because they're relying on the external world to attend to these higher emotional needs. And this is why it's the hardest thing to do. And the science of this is meditation, mm. right? This is, this is what meditation is. Meditation is blocking out the external world and focusing on my internal state so I can bring these autonomic, mm. right, these autonomic signals to consciousness and actually start to change them. And then when I start to focus more on my inner world, I understand that the only person I need to love is myself, the only person I need to love, right, is and the only person. Sorry, the only the only like I need to make myself feel safe. Mm-hmm. I need to attend to my own physiological needs, right, and I can start to change these. And when I do that, then I actually become more grateful for the people around me. I actually become more grateful for the things around me for the well, external I was just about world. To say,
0: from a relationship perspective, as you were discussing before. You can't expect to make somebody else happy if you can't find happiness within yourself with exactly. in the
1: first place. Exactly. And that's the point, right, is that there's a heavy reliance on the external world to meet these higher emotional needs when reality is is that the internal world creates the external world. So if we can start to spend more time on the internal state and attending to our own higher emotional needs, then what we can start to do is find more consistency in this journey that is actualization. And and that's the key, because that's what fulfills you. Whatever that journey of self-actualization is, is the exact journey that's going to bring you the most fulfillment and happiness. happiness. But this is almost like you've got to do the work, right? There's this work. This work is that first part of that pyramid, and attending to those higher emotional needs within you in an internal, you know, attending to this internal environment, this internal state. And when you do that, you find consistency with it, right? Because, you know, this is the difference. This is consciousness 101, right? Like this is what consciousness is. Consciousness, we have two modes. We have the external world and then we have the internal esoteric state of consciousness, which is focusing on the autonomic signals and, and my reactions to things and my feelings and emotions so I can start to understand them and practice mindfulness and start to change them, which then ends up in my external world being a reflection of my internal world. goes deep. It twisty goes, this is this is a day this is what this is what i do in isolation mm. like i'm i'm diving deep into this stuff because i love it like first of all but it's it's very interesting. well that
0: flows very much back into what you do so with your mentoring and your business coaching and stuff what are the sort of things that your um or the emotions or the feedback or, um, the experiences um that you're finding having conversations with the guys you work alongside
1: yeah, it's it's an it's an inconsistency, right? It's yep. it's it's there's a there's a lack there. There's a there's this sporadic kind of uh it's 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 a sporadic um what's the word? I'm trying to get this right. It's it's very like there's just an inconsistency there. So and the inconsistency is caused by this sporadic mood, this 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 perception, right? where one week I can feel on top of the world and then, you know, I can get so much done and be super productive um, mm-hmm. from a business perspective. And then the other week, it's like... Are you talking
0: about right now or are you talking about leading up to this stuff?
1: No, like right now. Yeah, okay, cool. Like, but you know, the last six weeks is that, you know, I think time's gone extremely slowly, right? Like it's like, um, it, it you know, well, for a, for a period there, it felt like a day was three, you know, and, mm-hmm. and things were moving so quickly, but time was... You know, it was just it was this weird dynamic. Uh, but as what we've seen is is as coming through this is there's just an inconsistency there of um, action, right? And and you got to look deeper than that. It's not like it's it's so much more than just motivation. Mm-hmm. Like if we actually look at what motivation is, like motivation isn't it's it's this it's an energy, mm-hmm. right? And an energy is created that's created by passion and purpose. But like it, it's not a given. Right, and it's like there's this inconsistency there of motivation. Like people are good one day, they're not the next. Mm -hmm. We actually have to look at why is that actually occurring, right? Like why why am I so like you know I could could have done more work than any than I've ever done before in three or four days, and then the next week I'm just like I can't even get out of bed. I can't even. Yeah, you know, my brain's just not working. You
0: have felt that way, or other people have.
1: I have. No, I have. okay. And 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 others like because uh, I have
0: know. for sure. That's why I was I was listening yeah. to what you are saying. I was like, do you think it's do you not think it's normal or expected to have these sort of peaks and troughs and waves and flows of um, positivity and then wrestling with perhaps?
1: I would I would I would I would urge people to not say it is it the normal and let's start to look at is it the goal. Right. Cause, cause self actualization is a journey of progression. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, it, you know, it's like it's normal to eat fucking gluten. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I should fucking do it. No. Right. And it's like the, the progression there. Like, and I felt like that, that's, that's, that, uh, that example is one that, you know, that's going to cause another fucking uproar. But, um, you know, the, the thing is for me is that, you know, I want to be productive every day Mm -hmm. because that makes, that's what fulfills me. Like I want to, I want to fucking like, you know, you can hear the way I talk about this stuff. Like I want to know it. I want to, I want to embody it. I want to understand it. And it's like, if I come out and, and again, I don't get down on myself and I don't beat myself up for it not happening. Like, it's not like as if that's the biggest problem is that, I've got to be able to c- become conscious and start to pay attention to why it's not happening, to why it may, why am I actually feeling this way? Why am I lacking motivation? Why is this? Blah 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 blah. Mm. Because um,
0: it's very easy to believe your bullshit too. Fucking earth, right? Like, like that's the whole point. And be like, you know, I don't usually get the opportunity to do this today. I can't be fucked. When am I going to get this opportunity again to sit here and do nothing? It's a story you tell before you know it. Netflix is on. Your yep. day's fucked, and you get to the end of that feeling pretty. Uh, Pretty low about yourself.
1: Yeah. But, and, and again, like, that's, that's, you know, like if the word we're using is normal, like it, that's going to happen. Right. That's
0: a big difference between normal and optimal. That's what we always yeah. talk about in the nutritional space or training. And so,
1: whatever. 100%. So, my thing is like, well, I actually want to know why this stuff's going on. Like, I want to know why there's some days that I can perform at my absolute peak and then there's others that I can't. And um, there's obviously some other factors there. But this is. This so, is, what
0: factors can you see? The well, reason
1: we just went through it right like physiological right mm-hmm. like well what if i haven't you know what if i'm not meeting my physiological needs that mm-hmm. the compound effect of that is that you know I'm not going to be able to perform at my peak. Like health's going to copy hit. I may not have the energy. I'll get tired. There's all of these kind of these these yeah, hundred
0: percent physiologically. Nutrition's going to have a big impact on that because the foods we impact, uh, sorry, the foods we eat impact um, neurotransmitter production, um, inflammation in the body, um, and and overall, I suppose, energy. So yeah. So so there's that, and then
1: there's obviously to feel loved. So. Um, you know, for me, am I am I actually loving myself? Am I
0: good know? time to have a dog?
1: Yeah, well, like it, hundred percent. We <laughs> we just got a new puppy at our house, but it's um, it's a little. Yeah, actually, I saw that
0: little sausage dog. I um, Frankie. my family's got sausage dogs. Yeah, he's. They've got a lot of he's character, so man. Cute, man. He'll be bossing Bronson around <laughs> in a few months. No yeah, shit. I've heard that about. No him. shit, it'll be hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah,
1: then you've got you know like the thing for me is that you know like uh, I often get asked and. <laughs> And my partner says it to me. She goes, what do you rate yourself out of 10? And I'm like, fucking 20. Like, I'm just like, but that's what I I'm like. I appreciate you, That, But that's what I'm like. It's like, you know, I love myself. What, I, what
0: categories are we giving yourself a 20 out of 10? Everything. everything. Everything.
1: <laughs> but that's just what I'm like. And it's not like, because I don't view my, like, I, I I truly love myself, right? And and uh, like, it's because I've spent enough time with myself. You know, you go on a, a seven day cycle. You haven't retreat. always felt that way though. No, not always, That's right? what I mean. I mean. Exactly. You've
0: evolved and I don't think there's anything wrong a complete opposite to anything wrong with feeling proud of who you've become, no, and, and comfortable it's, with the reflection in the mirror.
1: It's not even. It's, it's like it's it's weird because it's like I, I say this stuff because I, I truly do. I, I, it's 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 really hard to explain because it's like I've obviously gone on a massive spiritual journey over the last I don't know I would say two and a half years, three okay. years, and for me, it's like. I've been in places where I haven't loved myself and I still go to those places. Like, don't get me wrong. This is not a, perf- this is not perfection. Mm-hmm. This is not what this is about. Like I still go through these things, but I spend enough time with myself internally to understand that I'm the only one who can actually love me mm-hmm. to the, to the, I'm no, I'm the only one that I can.
0: No one can really love who your your true self until you find it and show that either yeah exactly
1: and and i mean that's kind of what i'm getting at is that you know i've like i make myself feel safe i don't i don't like i so what sort of of
0: things do you do that make you feel safe
1: meditation man like you know it's it's just i'm comfortable like i i'm so i'm there's a so there's a level of consciousness that comes with meditation.
0: So would you say it's a self awareness that gives you that comfort, whereas the unknown may be uh, an anxious feeling for other people, and that's what creates these feelings of, you know, being unsafe.
1: Well, you got to look at what anxious is, right, and and look what these feelings are. Is that when the only thing like what causes us to be anxious is, uh, when we're not aware. I, I of would
0: say. Anxiety comes from a resistance to a feeling or a, a thought or reality. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, it's, it, a, it's, a, it's a rejection of a truth.
1: Yeah, it's well, it's and that that like all of this stuff comes from past experience. Like we're molded in a way now, where our number one goal is survival. So if I feel anxious about something, um, it's you're right. It's it's what you said, and then it's it's also something that you know I, it's a it's a it's our nervous system, right trying to send us signals from, to say that we're in danger, mm-hmm. right? And, and different situations for all of us cause us that. Now, the only way to actually, not the only way, sorry, but there's, the way I look at it is going, okay, well, what meditation does is it allows me to understand those feelings. So what was previously unconscious, right, and invisible, now becomes conscious and invisible because when I meditate, I block out the external world and I actually start to focus on my internal world. I, I start to focus on you know things that I probably can 't pick up like if i 'm walking down the street and there's a there 's a fucking tractor or something right there i 'm not going to hear my heartbeat sure, but when I focus on my internal state that 's the first thing that comes mm-hmm. right and it, you just got to look at that as a as an example, and it 's like everything else that happens on an internal level when I meditate, I practice you know, uh, quietening the noise of the external world and I actually focus on my internal world more, which means I'm starting to recognise things that were previously unconscious and invisible.
0: What's your um, current meditation routine? What time of day? How long for?
1: So, yeah, I, I get up, out of bed, have a shower and get out of the shower straight into meditation. What time's that? Uh, at the moment, it's about seven o'clock. I start meditation mm-hmm. between there. Usually, um it depends. Like sometimes like my bedtime will play a role in that, but mm. I never, never usually up later than six thirty. 630, so six thirty-seven. So, um, and then could be earlier some days. I just focus on eight hours of sleep, wake up, go to get up, meditate. I'm pretty like, I'm, I'm in a good position that I can do that. So, mm. you know, um,
0: you've created those circumstances, though. Created those
1: circumstances. And, and don't like, it was weird. Like w- while this has been happening, cause I'm trying to keep flow, I'm not really trying to hustle at the moment. I'm just trying to flow so that I can do a I, lot I, more. Creative. I know
0: exactly what you mean. I'm um I've found parts of these circumstances really peaceful because it, it just like you've been everything we've been talking about. It's been an opportunity to focus purely on myself without the distractions of other work obligations um or just interrupted routine, so to speak. Um but at the same time, like it's it's been so important for me to still be getting up early, and getting all that done by, um, you know, if I'm up at four, by the time lunchtime rolls around, that's that's a substantial chunk of time I've had mm-hmm. to to work on, um, you know, business development. Because at the moment, business isn't operating, so I'm just working on things to improve our service delivery when we come out the other side. But exactly like you're saying, I too am taking advantage of this opportunity to slow down. Mm. I think there's there's true
1: power in in being in a state of um or or never needing to do something. Like I think there's that's that's like one of my big goals is and it doesn't happen regularly um because it's hard because we're usually being pulled in in many different directions Mm -hmm. but you know i think that's right now what i think that the beauty of it is is that we we can find ourselves in uh, in states where we don't need anything Mm -hmm. you know there's no need or want um and i think that's that's there's true power in that and and i think that's what you're saying is that it's given you know it's given you time and and even me is like i don't you know i i want to wake up and and not need or want anything i think there's there's a lot of power in uncompromised decisions. Mm-hmm. And and like that's that's almost what meditation can give you, I believe. When and it's this, it's 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 hard because it's it can be given to you and taken away from you in the period of moments. Yeah, it's not a day thing. It's it can be moments of like this that that really make a difference. But um the goal is to for me, is to to find states of where I don't need or want anything. You know, can I, you know, if I tell myself I need something, I'm foc- I'm, I'm really relying on an external. Uh, this is this external world to uh-huh. to fulfill me, um, and I think it's I think it just leaves us in states of lack all the time. And I think I I really think we're chasing phantoms a lot of the time. And and you know what, like that's life. That that is that is life. But it doesn't have to be, and it doesn't always have to be. I think we can go through periods where we can, you know, we can, and I go through this, you know, I go through periods where I'm busy with business and, you know, I'm the furthest thing away from a spiritual soul that you'll ever see. (laughs) Mm. Like it's just like busy, 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 like phone, 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 blah, blah, blah. But I think the biggest thing for me has been using this. I've been working a lot, um, but a lot of that work has actually been study and, and writing and creative writing and, and these kind of different it's more just for me to ha- have a flow and it's it's not you know there's been a bit there that I've had to do from a perspective of um business and that's been great, but again a lot of that um is stuff that's already there like it's not you know we're our businesses we're 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 kind of in a in a good spot, which is you know um I'm very glad for that, but the other side of it is is that you know what I've wanted throughout this period is to to get more in touch with myself and and kind of understand myself on a on a higher level and spend more time with myself internally. Um, and, and you know what? It's 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 been good. And I think that's my that's that's the the point. I with feel all
0: like this. from my observations, a lot of people are doing that at the moment, which is good to see. Hundred percent. I'm sure there's plenty that aren't, but yeah, I think it goes two ways. You right? you only got really two ways to go here.
1: Yeah. It goes two ways, like there's you know th- there's a funny thing called boredom, and um, it, it's very interesting it's an in- interesting concept mm. um, because it, you've got you to gotta kind of think about it like wh- wh- what is boredom?
0: What is it like what could possibly f- why would you ever be bored? It's a discomfort to be with yourself yeah. alone
1: yeah and, and and that's what I'm saying is that this, think about it there's this heavy reliance on on the external on, on the external world you know we, we rely on our phone. A lot. Yeah. You know, if, you, if, if we got our phones taken away from us and we went into lockdown, fucking hell would break loose. Like, the people would, like, the, this, this thing that we call boredom is purely just a thing that we create in our heads because we're not getting stimulated by the external world. Our higher emotional needs aren't getting attended to from the external world. Um, and you can see how it just creates this 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 kind of state of lack, you know? Like, it's like, it's, it's very interesting um I don't know too much about it. I'm just I brought it up just then cuz I you know I think that there's there's people that are going to be extremely bored and that's going to cause them to be unhappy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's people that are going to spend more time with themselves and and kind of you know look internally and and they'll start to learn a lot about themselves. Mm-hmm. Um and for me that's the uh that's the that's the way I want to go.
0: I think sometimes that you just got to be this is I'm only speaking from my experience. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about outside of that. Yeah. But just in moments where I've been left to my own devices alone. And we've also discussed this that my initial experiences and findings were emotions and thoughts of darkness or negativity, discomfort, um, inadequacy, insecurity, whatever it might be. But um possessing the courage to sit with that, recognize it, identify it come to terms with it then allows you to turn a page which is um self-awareness and acceptance of who you are and the feelings that you have which then will start to create space for thoughts to blossom into creativity um self-belief um positivity just in the polar opposite and that that's exactly what I have personally experienced in moments of isolation, not just right now, forced by this COVID lockdown, but in in, in any sort of weekly long duration of um, you know time out. Mm. It's, it, it's it's and, and maybe some people just like you said safety. So their their, their initial experience <laughs> is the opposite to feeling safe. Abort mission. Abort mission. Abort mission. Back to distraction. Distraction. Distraction, and they don't. Just sit with that long enough to come out the other Find side. You know, you, 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 we need darkness to see light.
1: Hundred percent, and and you got like you're hundred percent spot on, and and that's like a a really philosophical way of looking at it. And and it's, and it's much
0: like what you said when you did your meditation retreat and you found yourself crying day three or something like that.
1: Yeah, hundred percent, and that's that's this.
0: This is why it's so like.
1: I've actually been looking into the science of it and kind of trying to understand it because I'm I'm very philosophical. Like I love talking in in riddles and and <laughs> these kind of things and like. But it's you know th- like what I wanted to know was how is this actually happening? And and I think we actually it, it is this external or this kind of uh, intellectual consciousness that is the thoughts, right? And and we don't get a choice in them. But if I'm only ever focusing on my external world and what that will do like the, the we're talking about the self here. we're talking about the ego which is the resistance mm-hmm. to focusing on your internal being which is the resistance to growth right so my thoughts are me trying to rationalize the outside world right so that's like again they are arising now we know what we see in life we go through so many different experiences we do we make you know we make mistakes mm-hmm. we, we make mistakes everybody makes mistakes everybody has their story Everybody has these different things that um, are clouding and and colouring their lens, but the and what we're talking about here is sitting with yourself. You, you said it before. You got to have the courage to sit with yourself. I don't even know if it's courage. Like you you've got to have the courage I, to to do it. But I think the thing that you got to you've got to understand is that those thoughts are not the truth. Those the things that you are thinking. You are like, not your thoughts. Yeah, no, not at all. Right? And
0: uh, I put psychology like actually in terms of engaging in therapy with a psychologist in the same boat because there is this stigma around mental health that seeking help is weakness. Mm. Um, And there's also the belief that you need to have a mental health issue to work on mental health, which is also detached. Mm. But it does take a great deal of courage and bravery to look inward because like we said, the reason why people can't sit with themselves is because they're scared of what they'll find. Mm. So to actually not be forced into that situation, but actually go seeking that um, exploration and inward discovery, take some balls.
1: hundred percent to sit down. I think the decision to do it is, is the most courageous thing that anybody can do. Like I, I think the whole stigma around mental health, like it's fucking bullshit. Like, Nobody's got the right to say anything about anybody And their own mental health Like you're not in that You're not like You're not going through it You're not that individual Like It fucking grinds my gears That stuff Like how anybody Like and And it's just You just can't Like even if you don't Whatever you think does not matter And
0: and to be honest Like if, if you're feeling Depressed Or just not If we want to label it depressed Or just having a bad day Upset Sad Angry That's okay it's an unrealistic expectation to be up here all the time. 100%. And I firmly like to – like. I find comfort in my darkest spots or moments because I believe that I live my life on the extremes of yin and yang, that I've, I experience and encounter social situations and whatever that bring me levels of happiness, joy, euphoria and whatever – more than the average person but i can't expect to receive those without the contrary yeah. you know what i mean otherwise i'm just going to be living it's my life ex- in it the in the mediocre and in the middle and that's just that's that's not what gels with me you know
1: what i mean it's, it's the expectation of that perfection mm. that actually causes people the most suffering because that's a thought mm-hmm. to, for, for me to think that i should be here at yeah, all yeah, times yeah, yeah. that's me that's, again, that's a thought. That's what's causing me the most suffering. It's the expectation that life's great. It's the expectation that...
0: Do you ever like being in a shit mood? I like... Because sometimes I do. Like, I'm, I'm grumpy and I'm cool with it. Just fuck off. Leave me alone. I'm kind of enjoying just sitting in my shit. Yeah, 100%. Because that's sort of like I'm saying, I, I, need to, I need to sit with that to deal with it. Mate, I
1: only, honestly, the other day I was fucking... Poor. Like, because I, I was... I knew I had a lot of shit to do, mm-hmm. not that I wanted to do, mm. and I felt this need to do it, mm. and I couldn't. Could be I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I honestly, I was sitting there, and I'm like, like my brain was not working. You just had like a block. Yeah, and I was like, and that was putting me in a shit mood. But the thing I, I enjoy the most about that is is working out of that, is is sitting with that, is understanding it, is work mm-hmm. is, is spending time with it, and and, and recognizing internally, you know, what, what, why is it actually occurring. Right that's the thing that for me is the the most exciting part like and 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 again it's finding peace in the plateau it's finding it's finding because that's where you learn you don't like you only learn bad bad lessons from your good times sure. right you only like you know, the good times never teach you anything fucking worthwhile right like you only learn worthwhile things in your bad times it's like the the analogy is stimulus right like you need you need stress to grow can you not
0: um can you not discover a winning formula in good times?
1: Yeah, but you, you know, no, no. You you learn the winning formula in the bad times. Mm-hmm. It's the transition you learn it in.
0: But and, and what the good time is actually the confirmation of your learning?
1: Well, the good time is like, think about it. Like, you know, uh, this is the way the brain works, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, you, you you might have really really bad thoughts in the bad times, but in the good times, you're usually having some really really good ones, mm-hmm. and we can make some of our biggest mistakes in those times, mm-hmm. you know, because cause our, our our you know our brain only collects forty seven percent of the data mm-hmm. on average, right? So it's like if we look at that, we're not going to make you know, a lot of the time
0: forty seven. I would have thought it'd be less than that.
1: Yeah, well, on on average, that's a stat. Like yeah. I've pulled from <clears throat> a study somewhere, but it's <clears throat> um the good like. Good times are great. Like, you, they're some of your best moments, they're some of your best memories, but they are also where you make some, you, you leave yourself open. They are also where you leave yourself uh, extremely vulnerable because you only see what you want to see. Yeah. In the good times, you don't want to believe that something bad's coming. Mm. Like, think about what we're going through right now. Nobody's seen this coming. Life was, you know, bef- like, think about, like, this, I, I'll use this as a business from a business perspective. Is that how many of us were planning for something like this? No one. No one. But when was the last time we had something like this?
0: Not in our lifetime.
1: Well, not coronavirus, but like if we're talking from a business perspective, 2008 recession. Mm-hmm. What about you know this? This happens every 10 years. Mm. This is what economics tells us, and then this is probably going to be a depression. Like we're probably going to go into depression, mm-hmm. right? That's like what the co- economy's saying, maybe, hopefully not. but you know that happened seventy years ago. There's a, a bigger up economic downturn, right that happens every 70 years.
0: But history leaves clues.
1: Well, yeah, but nobody wants to look in the good times. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. like yeah, it, yeah. it only teaches like you're a business owner like uh, and I'm a business owner. I know for the first thing that I did when all this happened, I go, You fucking idiot. Yeah. Look at the way you were running this thing. Like, you know, you could have been doing this so much better. And again, it's not because I was beating myself up, but, you know.
0: good. It's just easy to let your guard down. Like I, that's that first week I was just, exactly like you just said, I felt silly, like somewhat ignorant or stupid to just be thinking that I'm on cloud nine and life's cushy. And that it's going to remain that way. When, mm. like I said, you look at our previous generations that have had to go to war or they've had to deal with mm. whatever it may be. I just don't know why. But it just it just wasn't something that was in my vision that good, there was going to be these obstacles. Good that, times
1: yeah. only teach us bad lessons, man. Like yeah. it's yeah. that saying. Like <laughs> yeah. it's like we leave our guard down. You know, we <clears throat> we only see what we want to see, and that's in the bad times as well. You know, like often in the bad times we can look at it the other way, and that's is where we can beat ourselves up. We can say life sucks. We can we can do all of this stuff when really there's no such thing there's mm-hmm. only times man like if you can find neutrality in everything then you can grow from everything and i think that's what uh honestly that's what i think i'll come back to meditation because i think it, it again we're not relying on the external world to bring us those higher emotional needs and we'll mm-hmm. we'll tie it all in if i can if i can find that within me then i can find neutrality and when i find neutrality I can grow from every single moment. And for me, it's not it doesn't happen, but it's the goal.
0: Other than your uh, meditation routine and practices, are there any other things that you do at the moment that um, uh, protocols or anything that you're uh, consciously doing to improve your state of mind and cognition daily, anything like nootropics or...?
1: No, mm. not necessarily, man. I take some lines, man, but... Know.
0: how do you find that mate I, I love that I yeah. love 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 Yeah yeah
1: yeah so I went and got the one that you gave me here on our last podcast cuz it you been, it was the great difference? Yeah it was good I mean I don't know I, when I first had it I, know, I noticed a much larger difference but for now it's like I think cuz I'm taking it you know daily so mm. it's kind of like yeah I mean it's it's probably still working but mm-hmm. apart from that man like meditation for me is is the key like I know that's that's for me internally like that's what it it allows me to become a better person every day. It allows me to look at things neutrally and, and get closer to the truth, which is never going to be achievable. So, mm-hmm. and I know that. And that's, I think there's a, you know, the one thing I am kind of learning from all of this is that I want to, like the goal is to get closer to the truth, but I know that that's never achievable. Mm-hmm. And and there's something like, you know, for me, that's everything. Like Which
0: truth know, are you talking about?
1: Well, the world we live in. Mm-hmm. Like I see the world through my eyes, so I'll never be able to see what the world truly is mm-hmm. unless i I can give myself a subjective perception, but it's only a perception
0: that's a rabbit hole that could really it's a rabbit get hole. lost into because yeah. I think the majority of people walk around with very little awareness of what's actually going on in this world
1: well, I don't think I, I don't think we none of us do like no but some
0: have got more idea than others
1: yeah well it's hard because you know you, we could, at least we, at least we think we do. Well, we're talking from our what from our life, you know. There's there's a there's there's people that you know might be extremely conscious in other walks of life that would say the same thing about us. And it's like, I always look at that, and that's what I mean is that you know I, I'm chasing something that I'm never going to get to, and I'm perfectly fine with it. And I think that's self actualization. You know, this is, this is, there's something to this. There, there's something to chasing something that you know you're never going to achieve, but you do it anyway because it brings you fulfillment. And that's it's probably it's, some
0: primal instinct.
1: Yeah, it is. Well, that, these are what higher emotional needs are. Mm. These are, these are, these these are, these are our instincts. These are the things that we, 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 uh, we, we
0: we, lo- we, we need, you know? Well, I guess that's tying in with, um, we are showing some stuff before we got online, but, um, the, the, I suppose, the program name or the philosophy behind, I suppose, what I'm trying to portray. I've titled it Living Rewired, which is meant to be all about returning to our primitive roots of what it means Mm. to be human from an ancestral diet perspective, from a movement perspective, from a psychological perspective, and and sort of simplifying, living... simplifying your life
1: mm. I think there's power to it I think you know for me there's
0: a simple life has got keys to happiness for sure
1: yeah well I think you know this that, that's the that's the, the not needing or wanting anything
0: well you, know? that, I've got you those, look like those, I've got, I've got, got those a two words written right then here you mentioned them before needs and wants and I wanted to ask you like what what do you think? the current circumstances in having people uh, re-evaluating or assessing their uh, needs and wants is going to have effect on the other side of this in businesses specific to, well, not just the fitness industry, just businesses in general. How do you think that's going to cause change? Oh, man, that's a hard question. Mm. Um, it's one that we don't know the answer to until Yeah, it happens, yeah, 100%. I, I don't know. It can be fun to speculate.
1: I think... This is gonna, like, first of all, like. Do you think
0: people are gonna have a higher value over their health?
1: Mm, I think it might be there for a short term. Yeah, like I think people's
0: memories are short, just like you said. When you're in, when things are good, yeah, you learn a bad lesson. So people, you know, you might forget. Yeah,
1: I mean, I hope so. Like, I think I think we have an issue with society where we don't learn. (laughs) We don't learn as a society. You know, Mm -hmm. we learn as individuals, and I think. It's very easy for people to just like people want to go back to their normal life. Like that's that's telling you something. Like people don't want things to change. You know, they 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 they, they want to go back to the, the the way things were. And um, you know, uh, I don't even know if that's a bad or a good thing. But I think things well, maybe are, that's
0: the anxiety, the resistance to change. It
1: is. It is the resistance to change. It's it's definitely that. I, I mean, I think I think from a business perspective, I think there's going to be a a change in dynamic. I think um there's a lot of lot of opportunity out there right now like you know if there's one thing that i was i was watching a robert kiyosaki video you know anyone who watches he's read his book rich dad poor dad but um he's a business guy and and you know he said that the best time to start a business is after a recession Mm -hmm. um and you can actually look back and look at all the companies such as apple and and all of these kind of all the big dogs that are crushing it right now they've
0: all banged in at that
1: time they banged in at that time and, and that's something so you know there's massive opportunity um, I think I I think everybody especially in the health and fitness industry like everybody's going saying that online's the way to go um, and that you have to move online and, and I think
0: I don't agree with that completely
1: yeah I mean I, I don't know
0: people still just like we said we've been talking about the hierarchy needs love. Yeah, a lot of that is to do with human connection, face-to-face. Yeah, yeah. Interaction.
1: hundred percent. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think that people need to get better at running a business and I think that that's almost what they call online. Like it's like, you know, but I also think that – I almost think the opposite. I think there's going to be a big need. There's going to be less opportunity to do it but I think the people that do it well, especially in the fitness industry, if you can offer a really great service <coughs> and you can do it well, I, think, I think
0: there's – to diversify so that you have backing from changes,
1: mm. you know what I mean. Well, you got to be ready for changes, and I think that's the that's probably what most will see is that you know.
0: Well, that's what that's what I'm saying is if I've got yeah. all my eggs in one basket, and something stands in the way of that basket being delivered, or well, what am I left with? I'm left with no eggs. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's kind of what I mean by diversification is having different avenues mm. of um whatever you want to call it. Yeah, hundred percent.
1: I, I think um. I think the one thing that I'm excited about is post this is that I I really want to like I'm I'm I really want to call to arms, man, like for small business owners, like a call to arms, yeah. What do like, you mean by that? Fucking, I just think we, you know, th- we have to together start to raise the standard of business owners, especially in the health and fitness industry. Like,
0: yeah, uh, I think that's what I mean. I said this on the last podcast with Hull. Like, sounds like I'm an asshole, but there needs to be a call.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, whether it's a cull or whether it's a whether this is the change we're talking about survival
0: of the fittest yeah
1: it it doesn't 100% and there's going to be like that's a non that's that's going to happen anyway there's going to be a good percentage of of people in the fitness industry who are business owners don't come back from this that's the harsh nature of it but Mm -hmm. i also think that on the back end of this there's a massive opportunity to raise the standard of business owner and and the reason that we should do that and the reason that it, it it you know that, that should be the opportunity we're focusing on is purely because it means a better industry for us. It mm. means that, you know, um, it means the industry as a whole progresses and it means that we produce um, we produce better services. We produce better products. We, we start to, you know, the, we don't get away with the shit that's happening at the moment um, or the shit that we've been going through for the last five years and I think that, on the other side of this, you know, I wrote a post about this this morning is that, you know, it's out it's it's time to rise and 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 rise as business owners because the thing that's holding everyone back and the thing the reason why most business owners or coaches don't actually reach their potential is because they don't have the freedom to. Right? They're under so much stress. They're under so much pressure, right? Because they don't have these foundations set up. And it's like I think on the back end of this, we have a massive opportunity as business owners um to you know to really start to change the way things are mm-hmm. um and i think like that should be the goal like it, we need to start we need to start getting things on our terms that's the way i'm putting it is that you know for too long there's a lot of businesses out there big box gyms you know whatever there's there's many of these um and, and i'm not just talking about pts i'm talking about across the board like let's let's they're not built for small business owners right like i, I read a stat the other day and it fucking like it was like i was like 90% of people who enter the industry as qualified personal trainers, um, only only 10% remain a year later. Now, don't get me wrong. I know that – yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that a, a large percentage of those, this would have just been a, a fill-in. Like this would have just they – like, they, Didn't
0: they, know what they wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, that's, like to the gym, that's like,
1: yeah 100%. But there's a good percentage of people there that are pushed out of the industry because they're not ready for business, and the, and 100%, also it's not because uh, they
0: don't know how to teach someone how to fucking squat.
1: Yeah, and and it's the the industry and and some of these big businesses are, are setting like nobody really gives a fuck about these small business owners. Like you, you could see now. Like I guarantee you, fucking if, if you're someone here who's worked in a big box gym, how are they treating you right now? Like that's that's what I'm talking about. Like we need to get this on our terms, where there needs to be things out there that actually are, are, are built for small business owners. like and I'm talking like, I don't know what it is yet, I've got some stuff in the works, but I'm not going to talk You're about it because it's, it's very it's yeah. very uh, it's in its infancy, but we really need to get this on our terms as small business owners, and that means that we really need to to start creating things. And, and really starting to pull it on our side so that we're getting the benefit because that's how it, our industry gets better. Mm. That's how the standard actually raises because if, if if it's on our terms, the 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 standard actually gets better mm-hmm. because people have the freedom to reach their potential. People have the freedom to self-actualize and if we can start to pull it and, and start to create things, which I think will happen on the back end of this, I really do. I think that there's going to be some people, not sure who, that really take advantage of this in the health and fitness industry um, and I really hope that they start to pull the curve into sit on the, uh, to start benefiting small business owners and then start creating environments where people can flourish.
0: It's always good talking to you, doggy.
1: <laughs> Thanks for having me.
0: No worries, mate.